not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Anybody got any funny stories from this week to start us off, get us going? So I got get hit by a car. What? No. <laughs> I just wanted to see what you did. <laughs> this is why we can't record two episodes in a week. Truly. Do you see people are uh, people are passing out and throwing up and terrify or two screenings? <laughs> yes, I did see that. I thought you were talking about like I a general, that. and I was like, I've seen one or two in my life. No, it's like multiple tweets of people being attended to by EMTs because they passed Y'all out ever- in the movie theater. <laughs> Just Y'all ever been in kindergarten through the second grade? People are passing out and throwing up all the time. You ever pass out and throw up? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that reminds me of, uh, there was an article that came out earlier this year, and it was from a reputable you know, publisher, um, about people who were... Rand McNally. Uh, scrummeting. Have you guys heard of scrummeting because of marijuana? That's scream vomiting? It's scream vomiting. Marijuana is apparently causing people to violently throw up to the point where they scream while they're vomiting. Uh, number one, bullshit. Number two, have you guys ever scrummeted before? Have you gotten so sick that you scrummeted? That's an amazing verb. While, while listen, scrummeting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never scrummeted. I, mm, I have. I don't think. You you know, know what weed is making you do that. <laughs> yeah, I want to smoke whatever he's smoking. Um, yeah, it's, it's the it's the sequel to When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have what she's having, and Big Ryan just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't scrummed it because of marijuana. I've scrummed it just for being horribly ill, and. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it doesn't take being that sick. Next time you vomit, try scrumbling. Maybe it makes it easier. Does you that make it, it like, like it. yeah, yeah? It's like a kia in karate. It just it helps <laughs> yeah. you get it all out. I don't know how to turn this into a verb without making it sound gross. But I was trying to say like uh, you, you scrum it, but you're also like humming along to a, a cool jazz beat. But I don't want that word to be taken along, uh, uh, taken out of context for another thing that happens. What? Y'all ever scroop? <laughs> Scoop. Scrit. Scrit. Scram it. The old scream poop. Oh, scrum at. No. It just sounds like an English child. Don't bother me. I'm going to go take a scris. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting off the rails, folks. And we're only a few minutes. Anyways, I do want to see Terrifier 2. I heard the first one's not very good. but And also... Apparently, both are like two and a half hours long, or at least the second one is. Will told us I'll, about I'll, that. I'll, that is not the case. <laughs> the, first the first one is a the cool first one 84 short. minutes. <laughs> uh, oh, the first one. Yes, you're right. All right, many good stuff. The first one was made on $35,000 off Indiegogo and features nice. one very good performance from Mime and about six okay performances from the people who were cut up by the mob. <laughs> it looks like it, it looks like it was made on $34,000 somehow. And yeah, it's like, it's not a great movie, but like you're not going, you're watching, you're going to watch a mime cut people up and yeah. it, it's yeah, very yeah. good at that. There's some really, you're not seeing a truly grotesque things. I couldn't watch. Oh um, man. So terrifier two, I'm pretty excited for. Up the budget. Are you going in to see it in theaters, or are you going to wait until you can safely scrum? I'll it probably. 
Yeah, I want to scrawn in my own house. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the first one is on Plex and Tubi and Pluto and all of those like oh, all the free ones. Dental office have. channels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in between, mime just slicing up human meat. Cuts to uh, uh, that movie G-Fuel. does one of the scariest things I've ever seen, which is the silent jump scare, where uh-huh. there is no sound beat. It's just a person standing really still and they start to move and there's no music. And it's very, it's way worse. It's a hundred times worse than, than a music beat. It's just <laughs> damn. something popping out with no music is, is very scary. Is that a, is that out? Obviously it's out now. That wasn't like early screenings. People were passing out. And is it like just in select screens across the U S or probably? Yeah. I think it's like NC 17. So. Ah. Oh, damn. Probably like the the big uh, chains won't screen it. Shit. Yeah, the first one. Um, not to spoil it, the first one does have a woman hung upside down and cut in half from the crotch to the head. Oh man, uh, with a saw. Yeah, and with a handsaw, and oh, it's not like it it's not like a clean. It's not a, like a zoop. It's it takes a minute. It's yeah. it's it's rough. Sure, what? <laughs> Ooh. Sure, what? Jesus, it's grindhouse movies, man. Yeah, it's a spoiler <sighs> movie. Well, I couldn't watch that part. I was like, no, nope, nope, no, thank you. This, the, the sound, the sounds. What do you do fast forward through it? That, <laughs> that makes it worse. I just kind of covered my eyes and was like, well, they had $35,000 and all of it went to Spirit of Halloween. Fake blood. Damn. Well, listeners of the show, if you go and see number two, please call in. Let us know if you passed out and vomited. I'm I'm wondering what has how did how does a movie have to be so scary it causes you to vomit? I have I've never been. I don't that think scared. it's I don't think it's fright. It's I think graphic. it's uh, gross. Oh, yeah. it's nastiness. Yeah. yeah. One of the one of the reviews I read or like a comment was like I work for a VFX studio and nothing gets to me. And I worked on this movie and holy crap! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! Now I kind of want to see it. Ugh. Right. That's like it's marketing. Like the first one, a guy gets yeah. his head cut off and then they carve it like a pumpkin and put candles in the eye. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, it's very creative. Like it's a, obviously yeah. a love letter to spider films. <laughs> well, I think I'd rather listen to twee music. <laughs> safe. That's safer. Tyler's got his 21 pilots on like Sean watching X-Men 3. <laughs> in the theater. Yeah. I liked X-Men United. Oh, Poor Sean. Anyways, everybody, welcome to episode 219, Ocean Man by Ween. Uh, I'm hosting this episode, Tyler, Ocean Man Bank. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was spectacular. Uh, everyone, this is your favorite ghost, Booberry, still dead, still haunting these airwaves. Mm. These airwaves? I don't think so. No. These megabytes, still haunting <laughs> these MP3 files. And I'm Will the Mollusk. Ah. Uh, waving my dick around. in the wind out here. Quebec. <laughs> uh, we got a, we got a, good, uh, a good episode for you guys. Uh, we just talked Can about we... one horror movie. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can't not do this. Can our Halloween episode be a Halloween episode and we just talk about Ween for <gasps> an hour? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. God damn it. All right. I'm prepping. I'm... All right. We're, we're yeah, not going to talk about on. horror. We're just going to talk about Ween for an hour. <laughs> God, a whole hour. <laughs> Welcome to Hello Ween, <laughs> the Radish Festival. <laughs> All right, we'll tabling that. So everybody, right. either 
prep yourselves for that episode or know to avoid that episode in the future. Um, we'll be watching. We'll be watching Friend. the metrics to see if if this is successful or not. Friend of the show, Brand. That's, that's for you. Yeah, yeah, that's for yeah. you. Um, this episode, though, uh, still as exciting, less ween centric. Uh, still hosted by three weenies, though. Uh, mm. We've got. Um, <laughs> We've got another horror movie that just released a trailer in the past week that looks just absolutely terrifying. Um, a few other good news stories, including an update to one of our Thieves Guild stories. We've got some good stuff, a few updates from some of our favorite shows this year, as well as a new spooky movie that was just released on uh, Hulu. And then uh, for show and tell, of course, it's us. It's the Radish Boys. We can't not talk about the premiere of Chainsaw Man this past week. Oh, my fucking Woo! God. Uh, it was amazing. We're going to talk about it and maybe bring up uh, some other anime properties that we're excited about this fall because, holy shit, there was a lot of them. And then for fourth meal today, we're going to be talking about the absolute, or we're going to be coming up with, I should say, the absolute most cursed blunt uh, circles that, that we can think of. Just uh, ones that we don't want to participate in. Um, and also to our employers, we're not insinuating that we do partake, but um, we're just saying in a hypothetical situation, we don't want to be. I wouldn't want to be in any blunt circle. That's, yeah, exactly. On the, on the record, I would not <laughs> want to be near the devil's lettuce. Of course. It makes you scrum it. So we. Uh, yeah, it makes <laughs> we you scrum it. It. <laughs> it makes me scrum it. It, it makes me. Ooh. Um, so starting with, uh, some good news here. We were just talking about another horror movie. Did you guys see the trailer for Megan this week? Oh yeah. The new, uh, James Bond that... film. It's not, that... it's worth clarifying. He's producing it. He's not directing uh, okay, it. Okay. Okay. So this yeah. is the nut count as one verse. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I suppose so. So they are also doing a sequel to the nun. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's, that's wondering. But it, it's by the the same writer who wrote *Malignant*, mm-hmm. um, and it's apparently it's based off another story by James Wan. So I would say it's you know it's pretty. It still it's, looks terrible. It's Wanverse, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like similar to the *Malignant* trailer that presented like ah oh, this is like a fun idea. I'd like to see this and presented something absolutely batshit. If you haven't watched *Malignant*, please God go do that. Yes, absolutely. Um, if, if Megan is anywhere close to that, I'll have a blast. And the trailer makes it seem like it will be. It's a hoot. Definitely a hoot. A hoot and a half, maybe. Maybe three quarters, oh, yeah. depending on the length. But uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, people who are listening have seen this trailer. Go look it up on YouTube. It's spelled M3GAN. Mathregan. It's about a uh, an AI doll that, I guess, uh, is accompanying this little girl who is, has, through tragic events, is now being raised by her young aunt. And she gets this um, AI doll to come and be her friend. And it looks like she, a few screws come loose or wires yeah. become crossed, whatever it is. Uh, there's a, a scene of her galloping. Like, that's how she runs fast is by galloping, which already is terrifying. And then also doing TikTok dances, which also is terrifying. Um, excited Dancing for in a hallway. It's going to be a blast. I hope. Speaking of TikTok, uh, the the actress who voices Megan is the same who was in that uh, Penny Nickel Dime video. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. that back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same same uh, young girl. Weird. Yeah, good for her. Come out of the world. Uh, somebody pointed out that Megan looks like the animatronic baby from the Twilight series, grown up. And uh, I can't not see that. If that's the twist, I'm sorry, James Wan, for giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiled it on radish. Heard it here, here first, folks. Um, so yeah, uh, coming out 
January, which is an interesting time to be releasing a horror flick. But I guess I think horror movies get released like there's like a late winter mm. kind of horror movie block. I feel like it's a good time to see. Wanna, them. You don't want to put them all out in October. That's exactly. True. You only want to put out the big heavy hitters, right? That make people scrum it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, another scrummeting. Well, it's not a scrummeting incident. It made people want to scrum it. There was a man who was crossing over the border from Canada to the United States and was caught smuggling three pythons in his pants. Um, are those three pythons where in your pants? Where? Like smuggling from Canada to the U.S. or vice versa? Uh, from Canada to the U.S. And oh, those pythons Canadian pythons. Canada. Yeah, it's Canadian yeah, they're, uh, they're Burmese pythons. Mm-hmm. Now, it had to have been like from like some aquarium. or they might have been returning If this home. guy doesn't turn this into the coolest line ever where he goes, I got arrested for smuggling three pythons into Canada. And then he pulls up a tank with two pythons. Uh, I thought they were three. And he just gives a knowing nod. Like that's the (laughs) coolest thing that guy can do. (laughs) Unfortunately, he didn't because he was caught. Now we might be going to prison for 20 years, but for holy shit. Yeah. Don't, don't get caught. Bring in uh, Burmese pythons from Canada to the United States. (laughs) <laughs> declare your pythons despite what the gem signs may tell you <laughs> they're super weird about uh not i guess it makes sense but like livestock <laughs> from a from another country like you can't bring plants or anything oh yeah yeah hey, you can't bring plants from california to arizona i was stopped by really? the police because i had a giant fake plant in my car and they made me pull over on the border and they searched my car because i had a fake plant in there it's an Ain't invasive that, species wow. thing yeah it is, it is, but didn't they feel dumb? <laughs> it's like the, the Juro spiders. Yeah. But now uh, it yeah. has a bunch of giant yellow spiders living in it because they came on a shipping container once. <laughs> and now we just yeah. have spiders. <laughs> That's great. Biggest spiders I've ever seen. They're not Apparently venomous, they're right? cool, though. Are they no, venomous? They don't bite. I think, I mean, I think they're venomous to a point, but I think they're not. They're right. humans. Right. I think all spiders are that way. Precisely, yeah. They make fucking huge webs. If you have a, a tree and a bush anywhere in Georgia, there's a Doro spider web in the middle of it. I guarantee it. They are hard to look at. <laughs> yeah. I saw one kill a bee once. It was sick. That is pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. Well, bees are endangered, so that Doro spider is actually canceled. Well, he's not there Don't anymore. Don't the Chris Jericho's in Terrifier 2? No. Good for him. Wow, good for him. Does he die? Speaking of Canadian, I assume so. <laughs> I don't think he plays the killer, so he probably doesn't make it out. Well, recipes, Chris Jericho. He's last, last build. Really? He must die pretty early like on then. <laughs> yeah, his name, his name is Burke. Oh, no. Not even a last name. Just a last name, <laughs> like Seal. <laughs> Just a last name like what we learned on Radish last week. All WWE wrestlers only go by one single name. So maybe that was in his contract. Yeah. Well, Vince made Terrifier 2. So uh, now that Triple H is in charge for Terrifier 3, he'll be Chris Jericho again. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> the Radish uh, verse is rich with lore. <laughs> uh, speaking of lore, uh, last piece of uh, good news here. We got an update to a Thief Guild story. Uh, we all familiar with Hans Neiman being uh, accused of sticking stuff up his butt that's uh, telling him how to beat the greatest chess players in the world. So at a chess tournament in St. Louis, which, woof, yikes, 
Uh, sorry to people in St. Louis, but uh, Hans Niemann, uh, I guess everybody was scanned by by metal scanners. Hans Niemann was the only one that was told to turn around so his butt could be scanned. <laughs> and let the record show. Didn't turn anything up. Nothing up his butt. I Maybe they should check a little nothing bit more metal thoroughly. Up his butt. Yeah, nothing metal. Yeah. I was about to say. But uh, Hans Niemann. I don't know what the the butt computer's made out of, but I feel like stainless steel would be difficult. I feel like it would probably be like... <laughs> cold. I don't know, silicon or something, yeah. Whatever they make tongs out of. <laughs> that's, that's pretty uh, <laughs> resilient. <laughs> Pyrex. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you're talking about. So Hans Niemann, still in the Thieves Guild. We're still sure he did it, but he's doing a good yeah. job of concealing it. Good for King's him. Yeah, he was, he was full clinch when that scanner came on. <laughs> cool. It's hilarious is they did it on stream, too. People were watching him getting his ass scanned on, on stream. Wow. Great, great time to be a chess fan. Um, all 17 of, of you out there, good for you. Yeah, unless until he gets a colonoscopy before a chess match, uh, I'm going to call. He's still he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on to good stuff this week. Um, we've, we've got some... Uh, Sean and I should start this off. Will's the only one who actually did his homework and brought something new this week. Good good for you, even though we recorded literally another episode four days ago. Um, overachiever over here. So we, Sean and I... Is that a good the cause? Yeah. Honestly, good. Good, good for Will. One of us is, is, is trying here. Uh, Sean and I are going to talk about some uh, of our favorites that are wrapping up or have wrapped up. Um, in the past few weeks here and the weeks to come. I'll go first because the uh, finale actually aired today, October 13th, when we recorded this. She-Hulk has continued to be one of the funniest TV shows that I have seen this year outside of Disney, outside of Marvel. Um, So good. Absolutely so good. The final episode capped it off perfectly and um, was super self-referential, super meta, and uh, I really enjoyed it. So also... Delivering on what I was um, most excited about for She-Hulk is just how freaky the series is. It's delivered on the freakiness. <laughs> when the trailer first came out, we covered it on Radish. I said, Marvel says this one's for the freaks. And they did. They made this one for the freaks. Thank you, Marvel. Uh, as a representative of the freaks, um, this has been Kevin. fantastic. Thank you, Kevin. All the freaks say thank you. We're the freak set. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> we need a freaks guild. We do. In addition we to do. the Thieves yeah. Guild. We need, we need a yeah. Thieves Guild and a, a, a freak circus. <laughs> 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 a freak pit. <laughs> there we go. That was the name yeah. of one of the Netherworld Haunted Houses one year. <laughs> <laughs> freak pit? Jesus. It was. It was, a, it was yeah. a clown-themed one. Jesus. Why do I, I know that? that. Why <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, what I, <laughs> that's impressive, Will. That was, a, that was an impressive pull. Yeah. Yeah, my knowledge of knowing what haunted houses are named. <laughs> I don't remember the last year's, and we were there. We walked inside of them. Yeah, I think it, I think I remember it because I was I was like in middle school, and I remember lots of people oh. talking about it. Because <laughs> now that you're an adult, it's like it's whatever. But you're a kid, it's like oh, my classmates are going to die in there. there. Oh, man. <laughs> in the freak pit. Yeah, that's all I got about She-Hulk, honestly. Oh. It's 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 really good. I don't know if you guys have, have kept up. Now that it's finished, it's a perfect bingeable show. Yeah. I'm I caught up besides I, the finale. I have not watched oh, it yet. Oh, nice. But it's a, I, I, th- I got two episodes in. I got to catch up. But I did see what happened in the penultimate episode last week. Uh, 
that I'm very excited about. So I am going to catch boy. up. Our boy. Because uh, Maddie's back, baby. Yeah. He's back in a big way. Should have been me. This week, I should, uh, in keeping in line with uh, Tyler following up on something that he spoke about enthusiastically beforehand, I real quick just got to say, if you aren't watching House of the Dragon and you love and you enjoyed Game of Thrones when it was on, House of the Dragon is running circles around Game of Thrones. What Game of Thrones was in terms of writing, uh, production value, acting, and just getting the source material right. House of the Dragon is just doing spectacularly. Uh, the I think there are two more episodes left at the time of recording. At the time of listening, you've got one more episode left. And the past two episodes, a lot of shit's gone down. You gotta catch up. It's great. There was a recent cast change. Uh, if you know, I'm sure everyone's seen uh, Emma Darcy and their uh, 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 Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's I saw it on the Today Show this morning, f- screaming at Hoda Kotb. Scrabbing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I do want to try it now, but but just oh, just a, a fantastic show. I look forward to it every week. It's beautiful. It's wonderful, and I think it would do an even better job of getting people into the the West, you know, the Song of Ice and Fire franchise than Game of Thrones did. I am truly just blown away every week by how good that show is. Um, less so, gonna balance it out here since I brought something I didn't. I already brought. Uh, Midnight Club, Rob, Mike Flanagan's new Netflix series uh, that's on out this year. Not good. Welcome you to Badish. <laughs> Welcome to Badish. Boy, uh, it's, you know, I've come on here, I've talked about Midnight Mass, Haunting of Hill House, probably Haunting of Bly Manor, probably Oculus, like Mike Flanagan, master of modern horror. I still think he's super talented. I love the way he writes and crafts characters and even more so crafts scares and atmosphere. He's a master at it. Uh, but oh boy, adapting a, a young adult franchise and trying to make it for young adults—not for me. I, I understand I'm out of the target audience, but good God, uh, the first episode does break the Guinness World Records for uh, most jump scares in a single television episode. Does it have a silent um, jump scare? It does not. Not in the slightest. That's part of the joke. Um, <laughs> and Mike Flanagan said he's like, you know, I want to get out of the way and you know tell people I'm not going to do jump scares. Literally hold the record for it, which I respect. Absolutely. He doesn't need to rely on it. It's very good without them. But when getting all the jump scares out of the way in the first episode, uh, Mike Flanagan uh, and then his co-writer or co-creator, Leah Fong, uh, then decide to just make nine more episodes of just the sappiest saccharine monologue bullshit Mm -hmm. you can imagine. It's just there's very little progression of story or unraveling of mystery and instead just kind of terminally ill teens uh, just kind of crying and telling pretty gnarly, not very good stories. (laughs) Not That's the thing. Is that like... It's based on a, a, a book series that was kind of like a knockoff of Goosebumps, written by Christopher <laughs> Pike. Damn. Um, where he just wrote all these cool, like he just wrote all these cool stories about like young adults and like horror, like scary situations. And in fact, a lot of the, the the stories that the Midnight Club tells are adaptations of Christopher Pike books. Um, and Midnight Club itself is one. And so, like the 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 conceit of Midnight Club is like all of these kids that are like a terminally ill home. Uh, get together at midnight in the library to tell each other scary stories and also vow to each other to like if the next one to die has to make some kind of sign from the the other side so they know that there's something there uh, which is a very cool concept they introduced that in the first episode you're like ah neat I hope we get to see something like that nope <laughs> <laughs> not, a, 
not a, not a bit. It's, it's just ooh, Chekhov's ghost does like not a, fire. There's like a there's like a little taste of it, and then it's like actually no, we're just gonna give the main character just the worst motivation in the world to make her make bad decisions. It's just a slog to get through without much payoff. They tease a second series season. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. It's just I don't know. It's it's a it's a real falter for Flanagan. If like I said, if you're a fan. Just skip it. It's okay. Follow the House of Usher. His next, like, I think, not really haunting series, but his next, like, kind of big Netflix scary series based off the Edgar Allan Poe story um, is coming out next year, and I have high, high hopes for that. But uh, Midnight Club, it's you can just skip it. Not very good. House of the Dragon, don't skip. I mean it. No one cares. Uh, uh, I'm not going to bring Rings of Power into this, but We're I feel like Matt's talking about Rings of Power. Oh, yeah, poor Rings Watch of House power. of the Dragon. It fucking whips. George R. R. Martin told Patty Considine that his Viserys Targaryen was better than his own Viserys Targaryen, and the man made up Viserys Targaryen. Wow. It's just incredible stuff. That's it's awesome. truly fantastic television. It's like a, uh, it's like Nine Inch Nails and, and Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Nine Inch Nails, uh, I'm gonna talk. Ah. About, oh, look at how smooth that one was. Uh, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, a new movie on Hulu, which if you have Hulu, you can watch it right now. And I would recommend you watch it right now, unless you're at work or around children or the squeamish. Or uh, in which case, watch it at your own at your own time. You can watch a drink. Uh, Hellraiser. Driving's fine. You can watch a drink. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You have a <laughs> of a drink. Put Driving's so fucking boring. I <laughs> Drive the Ultima. <laughs> uh, Hellraiser. Is the Clive Barker movie from 1987? I want to say. I think. Great year. Um, good year. Good year for Hellraiser. Um, <laughs> uh, he made. He wrote a sequel that came out the next year. It's got some cool lore and a lot of great effects and is pretty plot light. Um, <laughs> and then there were, believe it or not, eight more Hellraiser <laughs> movies. Holy shit. Which he was not involved in and progressively got worse and worse and worse as the studio tried to keep the rights, uh, yeah. most of which were directed DVD. Hmm. Um, however, uh, this one is directed by David Bruckner, who made The Ritual, and it's made for Hulu. Um, I wish this movie came to theaters because I would have lo- there's a couple of scenes I would have loved to see in theaters. Um, it's a great reboot. I wouldn't call it a sequel because uh, the there's a puzzle box that sends you to hell. The rules are a little different than the previous one. It's a little clearer. It's a little more straightforward than the kind of nebulous extended Hellraiser universe lore they ended up with. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's 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 a story about a girl who's a recovering uh, pill addict who's hmm. is comes into possession of the Hellbox with the Cenobites, and people are getting sucked up into it, and no one believes her when she says that people are coming from hell because she has a history of addiction. Uh, kind of similar to the Evil Dead thing that happened in the, that remake. But uh, it's pretty well acted. Like It's it's not the best, but uh, I think overall it's it's for uh, the best Hellraiser sequel. <laughs> nice. Um, the, it's not fantastically gory throughout like there's but when there is gore like it's 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 all in there's there's some really good effects there's a lot of uh, there's one there's one uh set piece i'm just going to call the nerve loom which oh. is one of the worst things i've ever had to look at oh um, shit jesus yeah it it you ever thought of that i hope you're doing okay um <laughs> but it's a it's a pretty solid slasher 
film, not kind of slasher. Like the Cenobites aren't really slashers. They're just kind of the consequence of people's, you know, hubris or whatever. But mm. a lot of people get torn apart by monsters and it's kind of satisfying and some cool effects. Uh, I mean, you can watch it right now for free. So I, if you like, if you like that kind of thing, uh, this one's well worth your time. And the mm. new actress who plays Penhead is so good. Uh, nice. I forget her name. One second. Her name is Jamie. Jamie Clayton. Jimmy Clayton, uh, very very good. Does the uh, does a very like cold calculated uh, hell priest uh, performance, Ooh. and all the new Cenobites are pretty cool. There's lots right. of cool. Is, butter, is Butterball and, like, still in it? There's no Butterball. Sorry, <gasps> no. <sighs> Butterball Butterball didn't make the cut. But uh, that's okay. Instead of wearing long black clothes like cloaks now, they wear uh, uh, they're just varying degrees of flayed, and their skin is folded like clothes. Oh, I hate uh, that. And I hate that. I'm looking forward to when the studio puts out the high def pictures because of the kind of glimpses you get of them. Um, I want to see like the art and stuff behind it because you just kind of right, see right, the right. dark and stuff. And like I, w- I want to see the the work because there's some spectacular effects. It's all practical effects too. Oh. All of the gore, all of the monsters, everything. Oh. Uh, the director was adamant there would be no CGI gore. So real nails. Lots of. I gotta watch this so soon. Watch it tonight. It's a, watch it while you're driving. A cool hour. Our, yeah. <laughs> get in the car, pour yourself a drink, and watch Hellraiser. I told you this. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a scene that involves a lady getting a nail through her neck with a camera oh. from the inside of her trachea, which what? is... Oof, really that's a rough one. They yeah, they, really they did that in real life. Mamma um, mia. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's, there's, it's not jam-packed with, with stuff like that, but... They go all out for the scenes that have it. The last minute of that movie, I watched like a very detailed looking still from SpongeBob, just like <gasps> just, just <laughs> horrified at the screen. Uh, up until the up until the credits, it's just God. Clive Barker, I think, would, and, and Doug Bradley who plays a uh, Pinhead or Hell Priest. He hates the name Pinhead because it's not mm. official. Um, gave a glowing endorsement of the new one. So wow. Wonderful to hear. Yeah. Can't wait to watch it. Yeesh. Good for Hulu. Just text me what this. you think of that last shot. What's up? Okay. I'm about to say between <laughs> this and, and Prey, uh, Hulu's been bringing back you know the, the classic, some classic horror. Uh, yeah. I wish I could have seen them in theaters because these would have been great, great theater yeah. movies. <laughs> but I mean, I'm glad to see them on Hulu. Like I'm, I'm yeah. glad that they're getting out there. But man, this would have been great, great to see in a packed theater. Yeah. Sure, Hulu paid a lot for you not to see in theaters. So. Thank you, Hulu. Disney. <laughs> Anything getting on my soapbox here, this is why if you want to see Glass Onion before it hits Netflix, or if you want to see Glass Onion at all this year, go see it in theaters so we can tell major streamers that we still want to go to movie theaters to see these movies. What's Glass Onion? That's, that's the sequel to Knives Out. Oh! They're yeah, releasing yeah. it in theaters? I thought that was a Netflix-only thing. They're releasing it Thanksgiving week for just one week only, oh. a couple weeks before it comes out on Netflix, and I'm absolutely there. Thanksgiving week is a good week to go to a movie. I got to support my boy Ryan in all every all things. He doesn't need your support. What? I looked up <laughs> to see what the finances were for Hellraiser, and all of the results are Hellraiser ending explained. It's not ambiguous. Like, who is, <laughs> is this media literacy dead? <laughs> like, what yeah, yeah, really <laughs> happened to this character in the end. They show it in excruciating details. <laughs> I think I saw Barbarian ending explained. Like, you don't. It's not. Oh, it's not subtle. That. <laughs> what are what are these click clickbait articles? Tell me how it is, Sean, because that that this sounds too scary for me. I'm gonna stay in my twee, 
my tweet. It's out. not. It's. I'll say it's not scary. It is graphic. It's just no scary stuff. Yeah, yeah. The graphic. Like, I remember. That's the scary part, though. That's the part that's going to scare. There's me. no like jump scares in this movie. Yeah, but I still could. Tyler see just doesn't bolts. like scaring images. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at the neck. Tr- the neck. The neck cam. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I can't do the, the ghost stuff. There was a going back to Midnight Club. There was one really like solidly done scare that I still am thinking about now. Um, but apart from that, think about it's, it. There's like spooked. a difference between like frightening image and like an actual good scare. But yeah, I see a frightening it. image all day. Yeah, I don't like getting scared. I like both. I, I did watch Creep as well though, and that just has a bunch of those cheap scares. Uh, Creep's good. Yeah, Creep's they classic. play it. Yeah, Creep is like they're playing off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of loud noise. Suddenly, Mark Duplass. <laughs> well, actually, this this feeds in pretty well to our show and tell this week, uh, because that is also filled with a lot of kind of gruesome images, loud noises, uh, definitely a lot of gore. And you have a whole lot of gore. You have heard us talk about this property. I don't know, six, seven, maybe eight, nine, thirty episodes. We've talked about Chainsaw Man. It's finally brought to the TV screen, not on the big screen yet, but. Maybe, maybe someday. Um, Chainsaw Man, finally out of the manga stages. I understand there's some folks out there. Y'all aren't on the manga train yet. You should get on it. It's it's good. Uh, but uh, you can now finally watch Chainsaw Man in anime form. Before we start talking about it, how amazing it is, our thoughts on it, the plot, all that fun stuff, I do want to point out the manga was created by Tatsuki Fujimoto. The anime was produced by MAPPA, uh, an amazing anime house out of Japan. Probably the penultimate. Um, what? <laughs> just, well, what did I say wrong there? Nothing. You didn't say anything wrong. It's just like, where else would a, 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 an anime-like studio be based? There's some the in the best United anime States. house in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. Um Mappa. So they've made Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dora Hidoro, uh, trillions of others, honestly. Um, it was directed by Ryu Nakayama, who has done animation on Kill la Kill, Hunter Hunter, One Punch Man. He's directed episodes of Shield Hero and the Fate series. So this is in really good hands. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Didn't like it. Whipped ass. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Will, you, you watched it before either of us. You go first. Oh, yeah. I made sure I was working from home on Tuesday so I could be <laughs> at home when it went live uh, and watch it on my lunch. Um, I liked it a lot. Like, I thought, I think it's very funny that all of the marketing has been about, you know, Chainsaw Man, the guy who can, you mm. know, turn into a chainsaw and cut up. And, like, the show is very, like, very somber. <laughs> it's a very yeah. kind of yeah. slow show about, like, coming of age and, you know, what it's like to be suddenly have a body that can tear apart anything and like the consequences of that. And like the episode is pretty slow and like, I, I really enjoyed the pacing of it and stuff. And I thought it looked beautiful, but I, I am looking forward to uh, people who are getting mad that there isn't a, a shonen fight every week. When it's just mm-hmm. like yeah. a kid who's living inside for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I guess have jam on toast for the first time. Uh, Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's the, animation is absolutely brilliant like it looks so good so smooth even with the uh, 3d like animation the 3d 2d yeah, yeah absolutely that everybody yeah, was I've criticizing and saying it was going to be shit i've come on time. here before and sung praises about they're still hetero we've mm. we've uh are they know, really sung the praises for b stars i think mappa is brilliant in what they do i don't 
mind the inclusion of CGI or, uh, you know, that sort of thing in anime, especially if it looks as good as it does. Um, uh, it brings Fujimoto's world to life. It's so great to hear voices for uh, Denji and Makima and Pochita, especially. Oh, man, what a great bark. Um, for a property that's I, I love so much as this, it's it's just great to see it come to life the way it has. And I'm excited for the rest of the season. I don't know how much they're going to cover. It can't be that much if it's only in 12 episodes. Um but that's fine. Is this a, is this one of those cower situations where it's 12 now, but there's also going to be 12 in the spring? Or is it just 12 this season? I feel like they're doing uh, like what uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is doing. And like they're doing like JJK was 12 episodes, right? No. Uh, I believe it was 24. Yeah, they're doing two cores. Okay. So yeah, uh, I think it was split core. That's fine. Because like Spy Family yeah, did that's fine. two and they just took mm. 12 weeks off in the middle. Yeah, that's fine. I just the more I, I want to see from the public safety arc, the better. Um, God, it's uh, Tyler. I know, you, like you want to encourage folks to read the manga because it's brilliant, and Fujimoto deserves to have more readers in the world. But man, I can't wait to see like just the show only folks, the anime only folks, oh, yeah. like react to the stuff that's about to happen. I was suggesting people should read manga in general. Uh, I went to the local Barnes and Noble, you know, the local independent bookshop in my area Mm. and the manga section was jam packed with young folks. And it was really cool to see, like I couldn't squeeze in there to take a look at uh, the stuff that they were offering. Uh, So I I definitely recommend it, especially if you want to know what's going on because the current chainsaw man arc in the manga, fantastic manga in general. Great. But yeah, to your point, Sean, um, I'm excited because uh, a few friends of mine, I'm, I'm trying to turn on to Chainsaw yeah. Man now that it's out in, in anime fashion. So, yeah, I'm making producer Peyton watch it. Uh, I've explained kind of the the premise of the world and how things work. But apart from that, she doesn't really know what's about to go down. Um, Do you all think and, that um, it's uh, it's going to be the next My Hero Academia absolutely. Demon Slayer that's bringing in new generations to watching anime and all of that stuff? It's a vastly different audience, though, I would say. Yeah, I, I see that, too. I see a lot of people tweeting about how they feel like that's going to be that way. Uh, but I, I see both sides. I mean, obviously, it's a fantastic just story in general. And I think a lot of people yeah. would like it. But yeah, it gets, it's a little uh, a little more gory than the usual. It's a little more fair. mature. But I, I think it'll be popular, but it's also not a not a not a traditional shonen show. Sure. Yeah, it's not. And sure. I don't think I don't see it getting like to the point of Evangelion where there's, you know, uh, every product in Japan there, or you can buy everything you need in daily life branded with Evangelion. I don't see it getting to that point, but I do see it getting to just like worldwide, like attack on Titan level yeah. popularity. I see um, it. One punch man popularity. Mm, if I had to okay. give it a comparison, because like everyone knows one punch man, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's not, it's not one of the ones I started out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a it's a good yeah. primer one, but it's also not like a. It doesn't have the 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 hot topic appeal <laughs> of the other ones. Interesting. Besides a couple unlike, of characters, unlike what lot. unlike what I've said in the past, they will not be talking about it on the Today Show. I wish they would. Oh, I had a thought. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Slow down. <laughs> You'll get dizzy if you have too many of those. <laughs> Oh, it was I saw a, a TikTok of a guy just kind of going through like Crunchyroll's um just list of like highest ranked and like most commented. And it's like, okay, the most commented 
the anime episode is Demon Slayer season one, episode 19. Obviously it's a beautiful re- episode. It's I rank it as among one of my favorites. It had the most comments and like the most liked episode. I forget what it was. Um, but it was fucking up there and like hundreds of thousands of likes. The first episode of Chainsaw Man has already surpassed both. Nah. And just a few nah, days streaming. Um, I, I think it's, it's going to be big. I think it's going to be really big. And I hope it's also it recency bias. According to I be the dark Knight's the is, second best movie is, of all time. <laughs> it is like a lot of, um, of hype around it, but I think it's deserved. And speaking I'm, of which, we've pretty much it. been uh, talking about specific things that we like about it and the hype around it. I don't think, um, I don't think we explained what it's about. Uh, to folks who, I mean, if you've listened to we've, Radish, before, we've talked about Chainsaw Man. We've, we've talked about Chainsaw Man. Yeah, Will, I think Will pitched it like way back. Oh yeah, that's what oh, yeah. Me to read oh yeah. But for the yeah. new listeners okay. who don't know what Chainsaw Man is and are thinking, hey, maybe homeless I should kid, check it out. Homeless kid has the chainsaw devil for a heart and uh, yes. can turn into a chainsaw man and cut up devils for the government. Is the elevator go. pitch? Yeah, that's I don't not I, the it's a psychosexual Kafka esque analogy for adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a build, it's a building's Roman. Yeah, yeah like, of course. It's like Stand by Me. <laughs> it goes from like the uh, a fourteen year old's power fantasy to just like mind, just havoc wreaking on your mind of just like existentialism and like what it means to exist in the world and to perform your duty. And it's and the guy who wrote it turned thirty this week. I know, man. <laughs> forgot about that. If if you're 29 Wait, honestly, going on 30, it's too late. We're we're too late. Good for him. I t- I don't take offense to it because that just means that f- we're gonna have Fujimoto around for a while. Uh, hopefully, well, so knock on wood, Sean. Continue. Uh, you just say that. Making some. <laughs> he's uh, a young manga. Like he's a, a he'll young manga. It's a great sign. Yeah, because manga cuz are known for being so healthy and having healthy work life yeah, balance. Precisely. Um. <laughs> Anyways, Chainsaw Man, I've, I've noticed, we've all noticed, the collective anime fan base has noticed, Chainsaw Man, one of many fantastic animes coming out of Japan this year. Um, <laughs> not- As opposed to. <laughs> one of the best places to make anime, you, you, exactly. you could argue. Truly, the anime scene in Japan, blown up right now. Where have they been? <laughs> Who made it? Um, Chainsaw <laughs> the Man. The Madagascar anime scene is t- sucking ass. <laughs> The little bush baby. Love that shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. We're going to have to cut that. <laughs> Why? Bush baby? It's, a, it's an animal. Yeah, it's a, pers- it's a persimian. Okay. <laughs> it's the character from Madagascar. Yeah, I understand. I know. It just... <laughs> um, what did you think he mentioned? <laughs> we may have to just clear that. <laughs> Who'd like to run that by? A biologist? <laughs> okay, so we have Chainsaw Man... Spy Family, Mob Psycho 100 Season 3, which we all were just talking about this morning, just released a fantastic episode uh, with fantastic visuals. Boku no Hero Academia, new season. (laughs) We have Do It Yourself, Bleach, out of nowhere. Uh, New JoJo released a few weeks ago. Gundam's got a new season. I watched the prequel episode and it was good. And also uh, Blue Lock, the new soccer uh, anime that is apparently very intense. That looks really good. Um... And uh, Pop Team Epic. That's all I could think of. Uh, any other new seasons coming out this fall that you guys are excited about or have started? Uh, that's basically all of them. Spy Family. Tyler, you didn't, yeah. I Spy Family. Yeah, Spy Family. I, yep. Um, okay, if I missed that one. 
uh, Spy Family, they, they they adopted a dog this week. Um, and now now Spoiler. the Spy Family is. He's, he's, he was the he was the teaser at the end of last season. You know he's he's on the volume. spoilers. That's your fault. He looks like the Shaggy Dog. It's he's great. On the poster. Yeah, uh, I won't tell you what his name is. Can you? Is it cute? It is very cute. No. I'm excited to get into it. Well, we won't spoil it for Sean. This is. But um, yeah, Sean doesn't want to know there's a dog in the show with a dog on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> Where I am in the show, there's not much else going on right now, so I'm just glad to see there's a dog. Just wait until that dog gets Marlene and meat. Real spoiler alerts there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. You have to put him down in the next episode. Uh, anyways, uh, watch Chainsaw Man, watch anime, read manga. It's great. Let's move on to Fourth Meal. You're, yeah, it's it, worth mentioning, folks that just like blanket turn down an entire genre of media, an entire uh, section of media, just because like it seems weird. You're missing. I, I continuously tell folks you're missing out on some of the best storytelling there is right now. There is, are so many incredible stories in anime. But you know, I'm preaching. Yeah, I was about to say if they're listening to this show, they at least have a cursory knowledge. Um, yeah, hey, but y'all wouldn't play Sinrin Kagura with me. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was way over it. Let's be real. Fourth meal. Uh, we got. We got. Let's do this pretty quick. So I, I think this is funny. I uh, post the question of think of the absolute worst blunt rotations you can think of if you were to ever smoke weed. God forbid, Jesus. Um, but I'm interested to hear what your guys' worst blunt rotations are. Okay. This this is bad. <laughs> um, all right, I'm not. Oh, I am not in this circle. I am far away. Okay. Um, but north, south, east, west. We got four points in this compass. <laughs> These four people are sharing a marijuana cigarette. Um. Number one's Lena Dunham. Oh, uh, just absolutely would be the worst, uh, but is somehow the most tolerable person in this circle. <laughs> um, Catherine Carl Birdie is getting great reviews. I'll probably talk about it in a oh, couple. Oh, don't, weeks. Sean. You know what? When she dies, put her body in the gay pride <laughs> parade and say she wasn't one of us, but she was for us. <laughs> um, Forgot about that tweet. Unsure why she needed to say that, but she did. Uh, number two is Jared Leto. Oh Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Uh, just someone who also can't pass a vibe check. Mm-mm. Jared Leto. I like to think this is like mid suicide squad production when he was like, oh, no. condoms to people for some reason. <laughs> uh, so nor- North and East already off to a great start. Mm. Um, he's got his little cult behind him, cheering him on. <laughs> uh, number three, Jamila Jamil. Oh, uh, I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. I feel like she would have some words to say to Jared Leto and Jared Leto might clap back like Pelosi. Um, and, and I don't want to be anywhere near that. Um, and then at the very bottom, we got Chris Delia. Oh, uh, who's just a bad person. Oh yeah. Yikes. Oh boy. Jesus. And then you, those four people in cars getting coffee. Oh no. Hot boxing. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Chris Dilly is not what. Let's, let's be honest, wasn't a great choice pre <laughs> right. everything coming out. Uh, yeah. Now, especially, just a terrible choice. You got a podcast on his brother. Oh no, I got an ad for it. Really? I did. It was like, wait a minute, I know this loser. <laughs> it was <laughs> damn. That was that was the challenge of like trying to pick out people with bad vibes that haven't been canceled. Mm. And so I went with uh, a couple people who I irrationally hate and uh, some people that you guys might uh, agree with. Um, first up, North Star, similar to Will, Sean Evans. 
hate him. We knew it was wanna, coming. Absolutely. I, I can't. Uh, I don't want to be wrong. in a circle with him uh, being just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I considered almost watching a Hot Ones video before this because I feel like after, God, it's been like, what, five years now of me just vehemently hating this man. And I've kind of lost the concrete reasons why. Um, there weren't any. But I didn't. I still hate I'm him. Sure so, Sean Evans, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a little we- weasel man. Don't like it. Sorry, great concept for a show. Get a different host. I'd watch it. I enjoy it. But, but yeah, um, uh, all twenty-one pilots. <laughs> all twenty-one uh, of them. All twenty. Um, I listened. I actually this one I did. I was like, I don't like them, but you know, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna give one album a listen. I listened to Vessel, and it's not awful. It's not terrible. If I were thirteen, I probably would have loved it. But I'm thirty, and it's v- patently not for me. Um, yeah, maybe if y'all shared a joint, you know. And if may, maybe um, it's very slam and, poetry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, maybe instead of Twenty One Pilots, I just have uh, Twenty One Pilots fans my age mm. might put there. Um, third up, I feel like we don't talk about this guy that much, which is good. Uh, Casey Neistat, Neistat, whatever. Hated him from the start. Didn't get his vibe. He's, don't get his thing. YouTuber, um, right? Yeah, he was the, yeah, one of the original. He's a, he's a YouTuber. Yeah, he's like a he's literally just like YouTuber and he just like talks about his camera living in New York or whatever the fuck. Um Who is this? Guy? Gets on my, is this, this the original vlog. He gets on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah, he gets on my nerves. He's uh, uh, not a grifter per se, but he's getting there. <laughs> I don't like him. Um next up, not a named person, but just a guy who drives a lifted trek. Thinking about it now, I might enjoy that in a blunt circle because I just want to talk to him. I want to see like a guy who drives a lifted truck and the, the guys that like drive with like the loud mufflers, you know, like the pick me boys. Like what I want to, I don't really defeats I know the purpose I've of the muffler to, to make it loud. <laughs> exactly. Like I've had to have met one of these guys in the past, just in passing. And I'm sure I had a f- pleasant, if not neutral interaction with them. But, like, why they feel the need to do this on the streets and annoy everyone around them and they think that they're cool for it? I got it. I should pick it. Okay, so I'm crossing that one out. I actually I would like you, that in a blunt circle. You have, like, started to think maybe if I shared a joint with them, I'd agree with them. Yeah. Listen, listen um, this is not a are they a bad person? This is a nightmare blunt rotation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can be, which is you why can make a good album and still be a nightmare to smoke with. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I almost wrote Lee Corsa, but I crossed it out. And instead, replace him with Ninja. Uh, Ninja seems like God. a bad time. Um, and then, uh, instead of naming Leah Michelle specifically, I really brought it out to just anyone on Broadway. Damn. I feel, you know, I went, I spent my earlier hedonistic days with theater kids um, smoking hookahs in basements. Um, and I've had enough of that. Hugh I don't Jackman. Need any more of that. Hugh Jackman's fine. You know, you get the big yeah, celebrities doing Broadway, you get like Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, I mean, essentially just the cast of Sunday in the Park with George. But you get like Bradley Cooper. You get like all these people like doing like you know these celebrities doing like p- little Broadway parts. You know, Ratcliffe, Golden, absolutely making the circle. But you get just like the the I don't know maybe Aaron Veidt, mm. maybe. Damn, theater kids love that guy. He seems no, he seems cool. Okay, so maybe just Leah Michelle. <laughs> That's fine. No, who's the who's the who's the, who's the Ben Platt? Ben Platt. Oh, like Ben, ben Platt, Platt would be a sure. nightmare. Mm. Can't believe I watched Dear Evan Hansen. 17, 40-year-old hair. <laughs> yeah. He gave everything. Evan Platt. 
Ben Platt who plays Deer. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, yeah, that's all I got. I mean, these all sound like a terrible place to be. <laughs> yeah, especially because yeah. there's weed involved. Yeah, that's a crime. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, my blunt rotation number one, Daffy Duck. I just feel like <laughs> bad attitude. He's going to bring just negativity to the blunt circle that doesn't need to be there. Number two, we got Lake Attack. And it would blow up at his face. Hard it would. Disagree, and he'd have just like a, a, yeah. And he talks with Hard disagree. He talks with spit a lot. He's probably he probably get it pretty wet. And then he's gonna hand it off to the second person in the rotation, Lickatong, who you know is going to get it super wet. And Lickatong is way too early in the rotation for this. Um Lickitung's gonna not the Pokemon. The Pokemon, yeah, Lickitung, the Pokemon. Oh, the, po- oh, the Pokemon. Okay, okay yeah. cool. Not the, not the guy. Not the guy. I sent a trend here, and I hope it continues. Go on, Tyler. Not, <laughs> uh, it's stopping there because then it's going to, okay. to Scott Adams, who we know is just going to be a terrible person. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, uh, for no, those no, of us not on Twitter, who's Scott Adams? Oh, Dilbert guy. Yeah, honestly, another another disagree. I don't like him. You want to? But I with feel him? like just like an evening with him. Jesus. Just like, just to pick yeah, his brain like blunt. that. <laughs> the dill blunt. It's got, like, you know you're like coming away with burrito. stories. It's going to be, you know you're coming away with stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get a lot of stories from this next guy, because the next person in the rotation is Attila the Hun, who... Absolutely. What do you mean nightmare? That's incredible. He, he killed a lot of people. Way too many yeah, people to be able to participate impressive? in my blunt rotation. Ugh. Uh, Attila the Hun's going to pass it to Sean, who's in the blunt rotation. And that then, makes sense. Tyler's been around with me in a blunt rotation. I really no, no, no. I haven't. Let's not put that out there. Number <laughs> next person in the rotation, Sean's going to hand it to Winslow from Cat Dog, who's going to give me bad vibes. Oh, I hate him. Oh, I hate he's him. Scary to look at. Oh, yeah, that, I'm going to be too stoned and staring at him and embarrassing myself because I'm way too scared of him. Um, I've never seen Winslow and Sean Evans in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start to tweet pictures of Winslow at Sean Evans until he blocks me. Last person. This is you. <laughs> Just holding a photo of Winslow from one shot to another. This is you. Last person in my nightmare blunt rotation is an elementary school version of me. He's not going to smoke it, but he's the last person in line who hands the blunt to me. Oh, Tyler. And then I'm going to have to take it from my younger self. And smoke it in front of my younger self, and just oh, live right in the sky is gonna play. <laughs> it's, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be that fucking TikTok trend of just like you talking about like your weird, like you know, self fulfilling hobby or your vice, and your younger self's just gonna be like, "But we got the Nintendo DS, right?" <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun to play after you smoke this shit. Tyler, your blunt rotation went from like. Uh, been like perfectly fine at a nursing home to uh, just bad. Yeah. So Darren Aronofsky's blunt rotation. <laughs> at the end. Darren Aronofsky makes the he makes the rotation. Yeah, that'd be a fun rotation. I almost put David O. Russell on mine, but that man, I I try to make people who haven't been canceled. Yeah, uh, good, smart. Uh, well, shit. Uh, Angela, Angela Lansbury is also in mind because she's dead. And that would be really scary. <laughs> that would be scary. <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dead person. Uh, Tail as old as time. Yeah. Hogging the joint, not pass it. Pass it on. Pass it on the right. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> okay. Beauty the beast. Pass it the duchy. Fantastic, Sean. Great. A great joke to end it on. Thank you for that beautiful joke. Um... And thank you, thank you, listeners. Smoking hell of weed. <laughs> <laughs> according, to, according to this article, 
Attila the Hun died of a nosebleed on his wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> he saw boobs. What? For, he saw boobs for the first time. Yeah, and he's an edgy protagonist. Yeah, had son. He got sonied. <laughs> he got don't toy with me, not Miss Nagatoro. <laughs> this is true. He died. The night of his marriage, in the midst of revels, he died of severe bleeding. Damn. And he may have had a nosebleed and choked to death in his drunken stupor. So he had a party that was so hard, he died of nosebleed and choked on it to death. Way to, what a way to go. That's how I want to go. Yeah. I'm not going to give it to him because he still did horrible, the, horrible things. In but. the year 453. <laughs> <laughs> An ancient man. An ancient man. An ancient man. <laughs> An ancient man. All right, folks. Dream got- blunt rotation, all the bog bodies. I bet they fucking <laughs> can hold their own, man. I bet they're great. I'm sure. Who? <laughs> all the bodies they found in bogs in Scotland. Go back in time. And they're alive. What? I bet they'd like be sick. Oh. I bet they'd be like awesome people. It's like what what Dropkick Murphy's cover band is the bog bodies. <laughs> Have you not read about bog bodies? Oh man. No. <laughs> Fascinating. It's like people in like Pre like civilization times, who fell into like a salt marsh in fucking northern Scotland, and their bodies were perfectly preserved, and they were pulled out, and so they're like mummified, like ancient folks. I bet they would be awesome. Ancient man's, ancient man's, truly ancient man's, ancient man. <laughs> they're like their skins, like just gone full leather now, and but I bet back then. There are some party monsters because they had to fall in the bog at, for some reason. It couldn't just been like pillar man. Yeah, <laughs> ACDC. All right, folks, um, that's been radish. Thank you for sticking through it. If you're still listening, um, really, really, really quick tournament of champions because we're running along. We're running along. So um, imagine a deadliest game scenario. So hunting going on. Done. The hunters are SEAL Team Six. Will's always thinking of that. He, SEAL Team Six. Uh, Professional hunters. And the person they are hunting on this island... They only got one guy. Yeah. Mr. Bean. Can they get Mr. Bean? <laughs> no. <laughs> SEAL Team says. No way. No. no way. No. Mr. Bean's making out of there alive. Easy. He doesn't even know... Better men have tried. <laughs> yeah. It's truly. It's like Mr. Bean on an island or SEAL Team 6 versus Mr. Magoo on a construction site. <laughs> right. Mr. Magoo... I'll get Mr. Magoo, by his very nature, will walk between the bullets. He'll just go past <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. And he'll have no idea they're being he's being shot at. He'll just continue to walk straight as steel girders fall in front of yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Like yeah, I said, it was have... going to be a quick one. What would they find on Mr. Magoo's hard drive? <laughs> <laughs> Madagascar 2. <too. laughs> Just every version of Norton. Why would Mr. Magoo have a computer? He can't see. (laughs) He's blind. He just walks into a Comp USA one day and somehow walks out with a Dell. (laughs) It's a gateway. Yeah, yeah, he walks out with a gateway. And he opens it. It's just 18 different solitaire games going on at once. Hmm. Well, I've been Tyler. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, You can find us online at Radish Pod. You can join our Discord at IndieSource.com slash Radish. Uh, I've been what? Sean. You can find me on Twitter at that Sean Barry. Sean Sorry. Barry everywhere else. Indiesaurus.com slash Discord. <laughs> okay. I, was like, I knew something was wrong in that <laughs> yeah. sentence. My brain couldn't figure out what. <laughs> Sorry. That's just you. Unless you don't want to attach your name to this. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I'm Will the Mollusk. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Wilfram Online online. Nice. Well, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Smoking Halloween. Oh, monkey. <laughs>